So I was getting the show sheet ready for the day when I, I noticed something. Maybe you've noticed it too. Like all the best characters lately are villains. Like, like in WandaVision, Agatha is such a good character. But Wanda, even if she didn't mean to be, is the main villain. Think not? Okay, so what do you call someone that mentally traps an entire town and then just dips without an apology? The villain, right? Yeah, thought so. You know what? That's cool. I'm all for it. Hooray for the villains. I'm Jake Alexander, and this is the Twinkle Podcast. What's up, everybody? It's the voice in the void, the lone wolf, your favorite host with the list. That's right. It's Jake Alexander. This is the Tweakle Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in to listen to me. You know, as I always say, I'm so happy you tuned in to listen to me. I don't care if it's one of you, five of you, ten of you, a hundred of you. It can be six, seven. It can be three and a half, which is basically just like uh, three people and maybe one of them's pregnant or something like that. But uh, I'm just always happy for anybody to tune in and uh, just listen to me ramble on about stuff about whatever's going on in my head uh it's uh it's happy uh yeah happy Cinco de Mayo you know I hope everybody's enjoying tacos and tequila and doing it safe and not drinking and driving don't actually have a fifth of tequila and uh get out there and try to drive take a uber take a lift take a cab are cabs still a thing I don't know cabs might still be a thing what the hell do I know I I drive all day every day (laughs) at work and when I'm not at work so I don't even know nothing about cabs or What's going on out there in the real world i'm in my own little bubble uh and happy revenge of the fifth you know yesterday was uh may the fourth be with you but today is revenge of the fifth you know uh i always said if i was in star wars i, I probably wouldn't be a jedi knight i probably wouldn't be a sith uh sith lord either i'd probably be a gray i know i you, yes i know anybody who's listening i understand that the gray are not actually you know canon but let's be for real being canon doesn't mean anything anymore. But yeah, I'd probably be somewhere in the middle. I'd, I'd probably be like the the Wolverine of of, of Force users. I'd be, you know. But uh, yeah, just uh, hope everybody's doing well. It's a cool spring day today. Uh, it's May already, but it's still cool outside. Well, I should say cold. It's in the forties, so uh, I hope it doesn't stay in the forties much longer. I hope it gets up to uh, back up into the seventies and eighties and stay there. Uh, if we get out of May into June and it's still like this, I'm going to be very, very sad. I don't want that to happen. I want it to get warm and stay warm and stay sunny and enjoy it. But it's all right. You know, it's cool weather's good for the trees and for the grass and for the flowers that need to grow. We need the water and all that from the rain. So I'm not too, you know, I'm not too overly angry about it. But uh, it's cool. Um, today we're going to just dive into a review for Invincible and uh, a couple of the little things that I, I had in my mind. Uh, they were actually going to be on last week's episode, the one that uh, aired on Saturday, but I decided to just hold them off. That's why I, that's what I was talking about last week when I said I took some stuff off so we didn't jam the episode full of, you know, too full of stuff without, uh, getting into it. So I took some stuff off of that episode and pushed it back into last Wednesday's episode. And I'm throwing some into this one as well. 
I hope everybody enjoy it. Um, let's so let's dive into it. We're gonna start with Invincible. Um, like I said before uh, a couple weeks ago, I wasn't going to watch Invincible right off. Um, the trailer and whatnot, it just didn't pique my interest. I, I didn't I didn't think it was like trash or nothing like that. It was, I just just wasn't one of them things I, I figured I was gonna plan on watching. And then I figured out that it was Robert Kirkman, one of his uh, creations in one of the Image Comics. Um, turned into an anime, so I said, "Okay, okay, so I know Image Comics. Let me, uh, let me actually turn around and go check this out." So I checked it out. Watched the series all the way through last Saturday. So if you've been following our Instagram page, please follow our Instagram page. Um, you would have saw last Saturday where I had basically just one line about my thoughts on uh, on Invincible. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, go watch it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, it's it it is such a good anime um I, I i literally truly stand in awe and i applaud the creators and the writers of of uh invincible uh it's just so good it's crazy how good this damn series is seriously you see i've watched a, a lot of anime in my time and this is the first one that had me uh completely not, i'm not gonna say confused but had me like trying to guess uh, you know the ending usually i can get a good you know grip and handle of what's coming up in the in the series while i'm watching it but this one i just couldn't uh it truly and I, I was I, there were plenty of surprises and plenty of things that happened and just left me with my mouth hanging wide open in general um to me i can't say uh enough good things about it uh i love the action when there was action it was really good it was really well thought out action it wasn't like they were it wasn't like the the fights and whatnot they were just happening to be happy you know uh sort of like dragon ball z i'm probably gonna get some shit for that at some point or another but um uh the fights were happening for a reason it, it was part of the narrative it helped drive the narrative which was good and the story itself was good um it reminded me the the story itself it reminded me kind of of um uh what's it uh, keanu reeves and uh, the world of worlds I'll, I'll get back to it later and i'll tell you what i mean by that uh, i like the animation style some people probably I think the animation was a little too hokey or a little too slightly old school, I guess you can call it, but I liked it. I, you know, I've, I've said this before a hundred times. I don't want all anime looking alike. I want variety. I wanted to, I want some stuff to look old school. I want some stuff to be CG. I want some stuff to be uh, some new drawn style or, you know, kind of like um, the way of the house husband with the, you know, the, the stop motion and this, that, and the other. And I want stuff to be different. I don't want it, everything to be the same. I don't want homogenous anime. If you want homogenous anime, God bless you, but that's just not my thing. Um, but yeah, I thought the animation was pretty good. Um, I thought the music was phenomenal. Uh, the the use and the blend of genres and the use of songs from artists like Run the Jewels and The Hive, just, seriously, just A-plus stuff. See, I'm a, I am was a musician at one point, and uh, I love music as is and i listen to the music all day every day it's a great stress reliever um but all the music in it was just on point uh I, <laughs> one of the things that i really loved about this series was all were all the fades I, I the violence in this was just just wow just perfect it was just so good uh, I, I don't know why they called him invincible he was everything but invincible <laughs> that that boy just kept getting his tail beat off left and right he was taking it to the teeth and he kept getting back up i i swear i don't know why they called it invincible they should have called it something else but i i loved it uh all i've never seen that many uh beat downs for one character in a series 
I don't ever remember it being that bad. I mean, like even when Naruto was was at his worst and really couldn't fight, he wasn't taking that many beatings. Uh, that uh, Mark Grayson, who is uh, the secret identity of the character in- Invincible, he was getting his tail thrown around all over the place by pretty much everybody. Every every other episode after he gets his powers and he starts uh, trying to become a superhero and find his place, not just as a as a person in the world, but as a superhero. He at Everybody he came up against tagging his ass, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> Seriously, it was just really good stuff. Uh, the the biggest thing about the series that I truly liked was just how human, uh, how very human the series was. Honestly, although the world that that they inhabit inside the series, they're full of superheroes and supervillains, right? But every character, even even Omni Man, right, who is Invincible's dad. Uh, his name is Nolan. Uh, it's like all the characters. Everybody is like deeply flawed in some way, and they're actively trying to fix whatever that flaw is. And I dig that because you know that's not something one one off. That's not something that a lot of anime or even or animated shows that they ever achieve or even try to achieve. But it also makes the uh, the viewing of it more personal. It's like, hey, I can identify with that character, and it's hard to do in just you know, live action TV shows and movies and, you know, make you want to make you feel for the character, but, and they do it in an anime and I, it's, that's just good writing. That's just good writing folks. And I appreciate good writing movies, anime, or otherwise, I, I really appreciated that. Um, I didn't really have too many criticism for it. I, it wasn't perfect. Uh, but uh, in my opinion, it wasn't perfect, but it was damn good. It was damn close. Uh, I, I guess the only thing I could really like, I can really say it about criticizing it was like the the character Amber. She was like slightly annoying. It's like it's like you understand that he's basically trying to date this date the girl, and he's also trying to keep a secret identity. So he's always like late showing up to stuff or canceling on her for dates, this that, and the other. But at some point, she like gets tired of it and she like breaks it off with him, uh, and she's like, "I don't want to talk to you." So he says, screw it. I'm going to show her my secret identity. And he shows up as Invincible, rips the mask off, and he's like, hey, okay, this is why I've been late. This, this is why I've been dipping early and why I don't show up. This something else. And she says, oh, well, yeah, I know already. But she's still giving him shit about him not being there. Like, oh, come on. Like, really? Are you are you really trying to give this dude shit because he's out there trying to save the world and save people? And you know, you know that, but you still don't want to cut him a break. I just thought that was just so silly. I don't, I don't know. Maybe... They could have wrote that a little better, but I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But to me, that that her character was just just not. I wasn't feeling her character, but it, it was okay. Uh, she was still like one of those characters. I said that everybody has some sort of little flaw, and they were trying to make their way in the world, you know, and uh, figure their flaw out. It, it, she's still a, a a good character, but that part of her character just was sort of annoying. Uh, outside of that, it's not, not many criticisms you can come up with for. Invincible. If you sit down and watch it and you come up with some criticisms, please uh, go to the main page on Anchor and send me a message and tell me how you criticize it. Because I personally can't think of it. Uh, what you want to do? Uh, rename the series? Yeah, yeah, I mean, if we want to rename the series, not call it Invincible because he's not really invisible. How about we call it Omni-Man and shit? I mean, because seriously, Omni-Man was just a piece of trash. <laughs> I mean, once you, uh, believe me, once you get to the last two or three episodes and you figure out why Omni-Man is the way he is, and you get the um, you get the big reveal about what's going on in the world and uh, everything. 
I, it is it, it is such a good good take and a good uh, flip on a character. Uh, Omni Man sort of reminds me of a Homelander from the Boys. The, the whole series kind of reminds me of the Boys uh, in a way too. But yeah, it, it Omni Man and Homelander are are almost the same. Uh, they are just they are just too much into themselves, and they and they have all the power. They're basically Superman, uh, both of them. But they are really they are really good characters, and surprisingly enough, they're both on Amazon Prime. So, um, if you haven't watched Invincible, watch Invincible. And if you haven't watched The Boys, where the hell have you been? Because The Boys is still my favorite series over the last two years. Um, yeah, go watch The Boys too uh, after you've watched uh, uh, Invincible. Invincible ain't but eight episodes, so it, don't tell me you can't watch it all. You can you can watch it all. It's pretty short. Uh, besides that, nothing. Uh, you get nothing from me. I don't know. On a scale of one to ten, I gave it a nine. Uh, that was it is seriously just a really good anime. I, I suggest it to everybody. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. So moving along, did you see the trailers for the Batman and the uh, one that Marvel Entertainment dropped about everything that's going on in Phase Four? So if you didn't, uh, I posted both of those over on the Instagram page. Please, if you haven't watched them, go watch them. Uh, you'll understand the whole topic today after you watch them. But watch them after you listen to the episode today but yeah they're both on the instagram page uh, um to, for me the batman trailer i actively avoided it because i didn't want to be involved with robert pattinson playing the batman that was just my preconceived notion that he wasn't going to be any good i've said that before uh i really wasn't basing it on just him being in the twilight movies because i didn't like none of the twilight movies but i've really never actually seen anything that made me think that robert pattinson could play uh, the Batman. So uh, it just so happens I was uh, trolling around on uh, Facebook at work, uh, just trying to pass the time, trying to relax for a second. And uh, it popped up in my feed as a recommended video. So I was like, all right, fine, screw it. It's been out a while. Let me go ahead and watch it. And I, I got to say, the Batman trailer kind of, it, it sort of took away some of the fears I had about Robert Pattinson uh, playing the Batman. And 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 quite honestly, I'll be completely honest with you. I think a lot of my fear uh, may it may turn out to be just completely wrong. Um seriously. Um like I said, I actively avoided the trailer. Um uh, I was worried about him taking over wearing the cow. Um it, it to me Robert Pattinson can play Batman, right? He can play Batman. Cuz pretty much anybody can play Batman, you right? Uh, as long as you look good in a suit, you can play Batman. Um but to, for me, the trick of playing Batman is that you also have to pull off playing Bruce Wayne. And I personally did not see anything in Robert Pattinson that told me that he could play Bruce Wayne. But that trailer, man, <laughs> I got to say, yeah, a lot of my fears are gone about it. Um, watching the trailer, I like the fact that uh, this this Batman is basically, he's still a rookie, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Bruce Wayne's parents are have been murdered already and he's in the suit he has the toys and the batmobiles not the batmobile you think it is um but he's basically still a rookie i mean he, he may have commissioner gordon as a friend and a couple and some cops are basically on his side um but he's basically still just trying to figure things out and you know he has no idea what he's doing he's basically trying to figure out well how do i be the batman how do i uh do uh what we all know batman have done um one of those things that made me see that was uh, part of the uh, trailer is him 
walking into the room and they pan up from his feet and he's wearing just plain old ordinary combat boots. So he doesn't have any of the, you know, any of the, the cool tech with his suit. He's, it looks like he's basically just pieced his suit together somehow or another. Um, which, which is kind of crazy because if he's just beginning, I would expect maybe Lucius Fox to be somewhere in the film at some point. And I was thinking that when they announced that Jeffrey Wright was attached to the project, that he would be Lucius Fox. He would have been perfect, right? Uh, but nope, Jeffrey Wright is Commissioner Gordon. So uh, how is that's going to work out? I don't know. But it's it'll be good because uh, Jeffrey Wright is one damn good actor. So uh, I look forward to seeing him in the movie. Um, but this is basically a take on the whole Batman origin story that I have never, I haven't seen. So you get thumbs up for me for that, and uh, you get a thumbs up because the villain, it turns out, will be the Riddler. And this is the first time we've, I think it's the first time we've seen him in a live action movie, the Riddler, in a live action Batman movie as uh, the villain or one of the main villains um, since 1995's Batman Forever. That was with Jim Carrey. That's that's 26 years ago. Um, so I, I happen to I happen to like the Riddler, and the Riddler. If you think about it, it makes sense as a good villain for a, a rookie Batman, right? Not really some overpowered freak like Bane. He's not some homicidal maniac like um, like the Joker. He's not boring and annoying like Oswald Cobblepot. Even though Oswald Cobblepot is supposed to be in this one in some way, shape, or form, maybe he, it's before he becomes the Penguin, or maybe he's the Penguin already, but yet but he's supposed to be in this in this film as well um and it's not catwoman which i really don't want to see catwoman in another film for a while but um yeah the, the really was a good first villain uh if, in this case because if this batman is supposed to be a rookie who's still trying to figure things out then the riddler who is somebody who is very smart and is still a killer because this dude is this this riddler is killing people the, the, the trailer shows that very well um so if that's the case, then yeah, uh, I, w- I want to see the the rookie Batman who's supposed to be the the great detective and be smarter than everybody else facing off against the Riddler. Um, and I'll admit it, if I, I'm going to go see the movie. I wasn't even thinking about going to see it, but after that trailer, I, I do want to see it now. Uh, this is supposed to be the first in the trilogy of films, so I do want to see it. Um, if I'm wrong and Pattinson is actually good, I might have to figure out how to write a letter and <laughs> get it sent to him and apologize for, for trashing the damn movie before I actually ever see anything about it. <laughs> but we'll get around to that when it happens. Um, the other trailer was obviously the Marvel Phase 4 trailer. They, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was, it was titled See You at the Movies. Um, now, the, the trailer had my attention just because they were talking about the films that were going to be in Phase 4. They, they didn't have to do anything else, and I would have I would have been all over it. Um, one of the films that they are that they announced was uh, Captain Marvel Two, um, but it's not called Captain Marvel Two. It's called The Marvels, with an S, as in plural, as in more than one Captain Marvel. Um, so you might be asking, well, why? Because and that, well, we're it's because we're going to have three versions of Captain Marvel in the film. So you're going to ask me now, well, who are those three? Well, it's technically not three Captain Marvels. Uh, you have three Marvels. So you have Carol Danvers, who is Captain Marvel. You have Kamala Khan, the character who is referred to as Ms. Marvel. And you have Monica Rambeau, who is actually the first Captain Marvel. And later she becomes Photon. Now, 
the same Monica Rambeau that was in the WandaVision series, yes, that actress, will be in this film. And uh, Kamala Khan is being played by, I forgot the young lady's name, it's Ivana uh, uh, or uh, Ivala. I forgot what it is. Look it up. It's uh, Everything is on the Instagram page. I'm, I'm totally drawing a blank on her name right now, but we'll get back to it later. Um, but yeah, so all three of them are slated to be in this film. And I'm wondering, how are you going to get all three into the film and have them shine? And who in the hell is the villain, right? If you have all three of them. So who in the hell would the villain be? Um, so I, it, it's all crazy, right? So however they're going to do that, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, the other big film that I'm excited for that they were talking about in that trailer was obviously Black Panther 2. Um, for me, Black Panther 2 is will be the highlight for me uh, next year when that movie drops. Um, they subtitled it Wakanda Forever. And that is just so fitting um, because Feige and company has said already before this announcement that uh, the next Black Panther film will basically be just a tribute to the late uh, Chadwick Boseman, who we all know passed away uh, from cancer, and um, it's 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 like I said, it's fitting. It's a good it's a good tribute to him for it to be called Wakanda Forever because that is like the, the that was the big battle cry he screamed when uh, Thanos showed up in Wakanda, um, and it's that's just something. Whenever you see clips of uh, Chadwick Boseman, that's that's one of the main ones that they use of him, but it, it, and that's cool. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be really nice to do a tribute, uh, basically some sort of tribute in the film for Chadwick Boseman, who brought T'Challa and the, the Black Panther to such wondrous life. Um, but I'm still wondering who is going to pick up the mantle of the Black Panther next. Um, uh, you just make sure you keep that thought and that question in your head, because we're going to have a little chat about that uh, in a few minutes. Um, as far as the trailer uh, going back to the Marvel trailer, the, the biggest treat of that trailer, uh, man, is the, the voiceover of the man himself, Stan Lee. Uh, I, I I swear to you, I got chills hearing him and just hearing his voice over it, right? And I and it gave me goosebumps just to hear him extol the whole movie-going experience about how we're all just one big family. And, you know, uh, that guy over there is your brother and that woman over there is your sister. And, you know, we're all the same. Going to the movies is one of those things that brings us together, and I'm like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was loving it. It's, I was, uh, it was good to hear Stan Lee's voice, uh, still connected to the anything in the MCU. And I mean, yeah, I get it. I mean, it's it's just all a well crafted marketing ploy. And you know what? I don't care. <laughs> Guess what? It worked on me. All right, I, I I was already going to see all these uh, Marvel cinematic movies, and that's okay. Uh, I, I miss going to the movies as it is. I just went one time uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I was going to go see the Marvel movies anyway, but now I just want to see them more, and that's fine. So bravo to them. You know, round of applause for them because they came up with one hell of a marketing scheme, and they sucked my ass right in. They got me good. <laughs> I'm standing here with money in my hand like, yeah, take it. <laughs> just give me what I asked for. Um, if you want to see what other movies were in the trailer that got announced, uh, Instagram. Stay on the Instagram page, people. Uh, like it, like the page, follow the page, uh, share it with your other nerdy friends. They don't have to be black. I take all nerds, take all blurs, take all the, all the freaks and geeks and the outcasts. Please come to my Instagram page and have fun with me. Um, but yeah, the whole list is uh, on the Instagram page under the uh, trailer, which I've said I've posted already. So you can watch the trailer and scroll down and see all the movies that get listed there. Uh, 
But that's it for those. And I'm going to go grab another cup of coffee. And when I come back, I want to have a little chat and tell you a story. Be right back. You're listening to the Tweakwo Podcast. So I was standing in line at the uh, grocery store um, last, uh, I want to say Friday. Yeah, last Friday. And um, and the guy in front of me, uh, he was there with his son. It was just him and his son, and I was behind them. The dad, <laughs> I noticed him because the dad had on a, uh, a G.I. Joe t-shirt. And his son had on a Black Panther t-shirt. So, you know, the little boy turned around and looked at me, and I had I actually had on a uh, Venom t-shirt, uh, uh, Spider-Man's arch nemesis. So uh, the son turned around and pointed at me, and his dad looked up. He was like, oh, we all, you know, we're all Marvel, because G.I. Yeah, Joe is Marvel, if you didn't know that already. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, uh, you know, we got to talking, this, that, and the other, waiting for our turn in line, because it was a very long line. And, um... We got around to talking about um, everything that's coming up with Black Panther. Um, a little boy, maybe six, seven, maybe, um, and he and he was just kind of like looking shy. And I said, uh, I looked at the little boy. I said, "Hey, um, are you are you excited to see the new Black Panther movie?" And the little boy said, "No." I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, that's kind of strange. And you know the dad kind of rebuffed him. He was like, "Yeah, he's like, yes, he is." He's like, he he's excited to see it. He's just he's just sad because he knows that uh, Chadwick Chadwick Boseman won't be in it. And I was like, "Well, that's okay." You know, you know the the whole point of the Black Panther. And I'm trying to explain to the little boy. I'm like, "Hey, the whole point of the Black Panther is that whoever is protecting Wakanda, and who you know he that person holds the title of the Black Panther, so it can be you know any guy, and um or any girl because it's." And Shuri in the comic, and I was trying to, you know, I was trying to just make the little boy feel better so he can get excited about going to see the movie. I don't, I didn't want him to feel bad and make him think that he didn't, you know, he was never going to see the Black Panther again or whatever. And the, you know, me and the dad got to talking kind of serious about what happened to Chadwick Boseman, and we were both kind of like devastated. I guess, I guess, because we're both, we're both nerds. <laughs> Uh, that obviously came out amongst the conversation without actually us having to say it to each other. But uh, we, you know, we both kind of felt devastated about it. it. Was like, man, he was such a good actor, and he he did the role of T'Challa, uh, King T'Challa. Such, you know, he did such such wonderful work doing it. And um, the dad looked at me. He said, "I really wish that they would just recast the role of T'Challa, so you can have." continuity with him being the king of Wakanda, king of Wakanda and the Black Panther you know and it, it kind of threw me off and I said well no I was like no nah, I, I wouldn't want them to be I wouldn't want there to be a recast because I was like I was like ah, I was like I understand why people wanted to be recast uh you know I understand a few of the arguments I was like but nah I, I, I really want that it to be somebody else I mean maybe uh Shuri becomes Black Panther the way they did in the comic, or maybe they move it to M'Baku, who uh, T'Challa became friends with by the end of the first movie, and they became basically brothers by the time the Infinity War kicks off. Um, and may maybe he steps up and becomes King of Wakanda and the Black Panther. And I was like, well, I was like, well, maybe you can move in that direction. I was like, you don't actually have to have the, the, the same same guy, you know, uh, He's and the dad says, "Well, no, 
we're not talking about having the same guy, but keep the same character. And the dad went on to, the dad, uh, I'm talking to, he went, he went on to say, well, look, you know, they do Batman and Superman movies all the time. I said, well, yeah, I know. He's like, but Batman is always Bruce Wayne. I said, yeah, I know. He said, Superman is always Clark Kent. I said, yeah. He's like, but they're always different actors. And I hadn't thought of that, right? The big, the big nerd really hadn't really thought it through. And he said, he said something to me, and it, it stuck with me for a few days. He said, it doesn't matter the actor as long as the actor has uh, the chops for it. Let him play the character. Let the character shine because the actor is good. And he said, if they keep T'Challa as the Black Panther, he's like, imagine what that does for people like my son and uh, people like us who have wanted to see this character on screen and who have wanted to see this character shine, who have wanted to see this character have his time in the sun. Um, he's like, imagine what it does to little girls who finally see uh, a black man on the screen be more than just uh, some stereotype like a thug or a drug dealer or a basketball player or something like that. You know, and it got me to thinking that maybe, just maybe, that I was wrong about my first, my first intuition to just move on and have another character become uh, the Black Panther and to just retire the, retire the T'Challa character. I think about it more now, which is why I'm doing this episode. I think about it more now with having a son and having a daughter. And I think about how excited they were when Black Panther came out and we, uh, we didn't get a chance to go see it in the movies, but uh, first chance we got to watch it at home, we all watched it at home together. And I think about how excited they were. And I think about something my son said uh, when he was watching the movie. He looked at uh, a Chadwick Boseman take his helmet off uh, at one point while he's still wearing the armor and, and my son gasped and he said, look, daddy, he looks like us. And I said, wow, I was like, that's crazy. Uh, I would never even thought of my son to maybe even say anything like that. I mean, as much as he likes, you know, comic book characters and superheroes just as much as his dad does, I've never actually heard him compare uh, another character to either one of us. And maybe that's because none of the characters were black, right? So. I'm at the point now where I'm I'm on the side that perhaps they need to recast T'Challa, not just to have another person come and play another character to take up the mantle as Black Panther, but we need another guy to have um, the acting chops and the, the presence to be T'Challa, to have continuity, not just for the little black boys, but also for the little black girls who need to see somebody like uh, T'Challa you know, take the reins and to be there and to be strong and to be the hero and to not be a stereotype. Uh, yeah, you can have another black guy doing a name um, like Mbaku uh, be the Black Panther, but it wouldn't be the same because then it's like, oh, well, you just get rid of one black guy and move on to the next black guy. And that sounds like almost the same thing, but I, I can assure you emotionally it's not. To see the same person over and over in the same role even if it's just in name, even if it's just the name T'Challa. Um, to see the same person over and over, always in the lead, uh, it, it just imagine if it's the same, I mean, it's the same thing as if 
Chris Evans is Captain America the first three or four movies, and all of a sudden he decides to quit, quit, and you bring in another uh, Captain America, another guy to play him. But it's not Captain, it's not Steve Rogers. It's just another guy with another name who becomes Captain America, which is probably why so many people hated John Walker. Not just in the TV series, uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but even in the comic book, um, even in the comic book series, the the viewing public, uh, the actual people who bought comics, they hated the John Walker character because he wasn't Steve Rogers. Not because of his attitude. It's, it's, I mean, part of his attitude is admirable. He was really, truly trying to do his best and uh, fill the mantle of Captain America. But he wasn't Steve Rogers. He didn't have Steve Rogers' mannerisms. He didn't have the cachet to carry on the mantle. So having somebody like Mbaku or maybe Shuri become Black Panther, that you sort of get the same type of effect. People aren't going to gravitate toward um, Black Panther like they did with T'Challa being the king and inheriting, inheriting the throne from his and fighting for the throne after his father is, is murdered and him defending the country against uh, somebody who had breached the borders and murdered other people trying to steal vibranium. It's, there's a difference. There's a difference than just having uh, a different person be Black Panther. What we need, I've come to realize, is that we need T'Challa to be the Black Panther. He needs to be seen uh, not just in the next Black Panther movie, but he needs to be, T'Challa needs to be front and center in the in Phase 4, somehow or another. He needs to be leading the charge, um, just, like he, just like he led the charge coming out of them portals <laughs> on your left, Cap. Right, um, the first people out of the portal world was T'Challa, and he was flanked by his his two right hands. And I think that's the most important thing: it's not to have somebody else be the Black Panther going forward. It needs to be T'Challa being the Black Panther going forward. Obviously, it's going to be another actor with the passing of Chadwick Boseman. But if the character is T'Challa, right, and he is the Black Panther, it carries. A hell of a lot more weight in my opinion than if it was uh anybody else any other character becoming the black panther um I, I hope so i don't know what's going to happen when the uh new movie drops next year maybe that's what they did and they're just holding it out as a surprise i i don't know um i just really hope at some point it is t'challa as the black panther going forward i think it would make a hell of a lot um Hell of a lot of a difference uh, for the public and for the viewing audience, but that's just my opinion. You know, that's how I feel about it. Uh, it just got me to thinking after having that conversation with the gentleman at the grocery store. So, um, if you got a different, in, uh, different opinion, or if you got some other idea about what should happen, uh, like I said, you can send me messages through the anchor page when you hit that link in my bio to take you to my front page, and you have an option to send me messages. So, send me a message and tell me what you think. Uh, Right now, I'm about to take a couple sips of this coffee, and we'll be right back and get out of here. In the words of the great Jim Morrison, lead singer for The Doors, this is the end, my friend. Uh, thank you for tuning in today for this short little episode. Uh, like I said, I just wanted to talk about a couple things, get them off my chest real quick before we Friday. Uh, Friday, we're going to do the uh, recap and the review for Yasuke off Netflix, Black Samurai. So we're going to have fun with that one. Um, and we're going to talk about something else that has to do with millennials also on that one on Friday, but, uh, uh, you know, 
hope to see you then. Hope to hear, uh, hope to hear some messages. Uh, please tune in, you know, keep following, keep subscribing, keep liking, keep sharing, keep getting people to come listen, joining in the conversation. And, uh, I will always be here. <laughs> I will always be here and keep doing it. And I don't care if it's one or two or 10 of you. I don't care if you're in Portugal or, you know, China, or Argentina, wherever you're at, United States, Canada. I love every last one of you. I hope you're all safe. Hope you're doing well, regardless of what you're doing. Um, unless you're doing something really bad, then please stop doing it. Go do something else, <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, I will see you all Friday. God bless. Be safe. And this is the Lone Wolf signing out saying 